This is Sid Roth saying, Shalom Mishpacha. Mishpacha is a Hebrew word. It means family. And we're the Mishpacha, the family with a Jewish heart. Welcome to today's edition of Messianic Vision and another appointment for you to be mentored to fulfill your destiny with one of our It's Supernatural guests. And now, here's your host for this program, It's Supernatural television producer, Donna Chavis. Thank you, Sid. I'm Donna Chavis, and welcome, everyone, to Messianic Vision. Our guest today was quite the mystery the first time he was with us. He'd been ministering for many, many years under the name of Praying Medic. His true identity was completely hidden. So we had a studio full of people wanting to find out just who this guy was. And it was our pleasure to introduce to the world, for the first time on It's Supernatural, Dave Hayes, otherwise known as The Praying medic. Dave, welcome back to Messianic Vision. Thanks, Donna. It is so good to be back on the show, and I'd like to welcome listeners. Yes, absolutely. Be, and uh, a show that will train and equip them. Yes, I, I certainly believe that because I've been reading your material and listening to your material, and it is certainly doing that. But Dave, that was a huge step for you, wasn't it, to, to reveal your identity after many, many years of ministering um, anonymously? It was a big step. I wasn't even sure I was going to go on the show. <laughs> I know. We kind of had this back and forth thing, you know, for a little while. I'm like, Dave, you know, this is television, right? <laughs> yeah, the Lord gave me some dreams, and he was challenging me, asking me if I really wanted to go on the show. Mm. And I had not yet made up my mind at that time if I was going to go on the show, because I really did appreciate being anonymous. But the Lord let me know, look— you're going to, um, you just have to realize you're going to sacrifice some things and you're going to not have an effective uh, reach with your message if you do not go on the show. Yes, and you knew once you did, there was no turning back, right? <laughs> no turning back. That's for sure. Well, just in case anyone missed you when you were here with us the first time, just, just in a nutshell for a moment here, give us an introduction to Praying Medic. Well, I am a, par a paramedic. I've worked as a paramedic for 35 years, and I lived most of my life as an atheist. And in 2000, I had a very sudden, radical, overnight conversion. I became a Christian, and I began hearing the voice of Jesus immediately. And I uh, went to a Bible teaching church, and then it took a few years until I really began operating the supernatural, um, seeing visions seeing angels, communicating with God, working miracles and healing. And it's been a, a, a progressive walk ever since then. Yes. And and you were, um, what was your response when, when you had this dream? And in the dream, God spoke to you and said, I want you to start praying for your patients in the ambulances. And if you do, I will heal them. I was shocked. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I, I honestly woke up from that dream thinking, okay, I don't know anything about healing or miracles, and I don't know anyone who knows anything. Because I was in kind of a, um, a church that had a cessationist viewpoint. We didn't, yes. The church I went to didn't believe in healing or miracles. Mm -hmm. So I had to start studying, and I read some books, and I, I ran into some ministries that actually did see people healed. And I began to learn about releasing power and exercising authority. But that was months afterward. I, I was very skeptical at first. 
I mean, I knew God told me that. I just didn't know how it was going to happen. Right. Right. Well, we are certainly glad you answered that call and and started doing what you do now. And I know many people are. The first time you were here, Dave, um, you introduced some um, some new material to us. It was kind of like a, a made simple series. We talked about divine healing made simple and seeing in the spirit made simple. Well, you have written another powerful and practical book in this made simple series. And on today's program, uh, you're going to talk to us and teach us about hearing God's voice made simple. So I know everybody's going to love to hear about that. But first, Dave, will you share with us about the story? Um, you, you told me a story about a woman that you'd prayed for long distance, but then you had the opportunity to pray for her in person at, at a conference where you were teaching. It's funny you should bring up that story because she emailed me again today. Oh, seriously? Wow. Yes, yes. She emailed me again today. And the, the story behind that is uh, we've been communicating my email now for, gosh, probably seven or eight months, maybe nine months. Um, she initially contacted me through my website. She had suffered uh, pretty severe um, sexual abuse as a child, and she wanted some prayer for that, for healing of emotional trauma. So um, I prayed for her for healing of the trauma, and um, then she wrote to me, and she said, hey, thank you for, you know, the prayers, and uh, I didn't see you're going to be at a conference in Tacoma in July. This is last year. So she shows up at the conference in Tacoma. Um, I'm there speaking. She gets my attention. We sit down, and, and she says, you, you prayed for me um, through email, and, you know, thank you for praying for me. And But I have a lot more problems. She had GI problems. She had thyroid problems. She had really bad circulation problems. Her feet were almost pur- were a purplish color. She had poor circulation. They were very swollen. She had heart problems, had, uh, emphysema. I mean, the list was very long. And I, she's <laughs> giving me this long list of problems that I was like, oh, Lord, I don't have time for all that. Oh, my goodness. Because <laughs> I was between sessions and, and I had a lot to do. Sure. So I, I just prayed over her for about, I don't know, 10 minutes. And then I I just felt like the Lord wanted me to assign angels to follow her around and continue praying for her that week. So I said, ma'am, you know, I, I have to go, but I'm just going to I'm trust. I'm going to believe that God is going to assign angels to follow you around. And they're going to continue ministering to you. And um, I just in my mind, I saw an image of an angel carrying a vat of oil and dumping it over her. And I said, yes, they're going to dump the, the healing oil of God upon you when you leave this conference. They're going to follow you around. So we left. I left the conference, went home, and then she emailed me a couple of weeks later and said, um, OK, so I have a story to tell you. <laughs> she said, not only did you get me healed of the emotional trauma, um, the following day when she came back to the conference, her feet were normal. Her circulation was normal. Um, she was not huffing and puffing, not breathing as as uh, she didn't have the labored breathing that yes. she had previously. She went to see an attorney that week, and her attorney noticed that she wasn't huffing and puffing, and her breathing was. She and her attorney said, "Are you on a different medication? What? You don't look like the same person." And she said, "I feel great." And then um, on Wednesday of that week. She said, I went to bed, and as I lay down in bed, I saw this angel standing next to my bed, and it had this large container, and it was dumping oil on me. I could see it 
right next to my bed. And so she wrote me and said exactly what you said happened. So she, like I said, she wrote me again today. Yes. And she told me a little bit more about that story. But she is continuing to receive healing. She has continued to receive even more healing since then. And she just wanted to send me a praise report and an update. Wow, that is amazing. That is so amazing. And to hear that it's going on now. I mean, it's continually happening. So thank God for that. Well, I want to talk about uh, your your book, Hearing God's Voice, and then what you always add, Made Simple. I know uh, I've said this myself, and, and people often say that they don't believe they're hearing from God. But that's not what you say, Dave. You say that most of us are hearing from Him all the time, and we don't even know it. Explain. Well, there are so many different ways in which God speaks, and part of the problem is we don't understand the way God speaks. Mm-hmm. And now, in the book of Job, you know, it says, uh, I've spoken to you in one way, but you did not hear, so then I'm going to speak to you in a dream, because you didn't understand my voice during the daytime. And God speaks to us through many different things. He speaks to us through the circumstances of our lives. He speaks to us through our conscience. Your, your conscience that gives you a sense of right and wrong and the sense of justice and injustice, and a, uh, that is the voice of the Holy Spirit speaking to your mind, telling you that the things you're doing are right and wrong. That's one way, and everybody hears, everybody has a conscience. Now, some people ignore their conscience, <laughs> and they True. choose not to obey their conscience, but you're just not obeying the voice of God when you when you decide not to obey your conscience. Even non-believers hear the voice of God through their conscience. Um, most of us hear the voice of God in, in our own thoughts. Um, God, the, the Spirit of God that lives in us when we're born again, speaks to us um, mostly through our own thoughts. The reason why a lot of people don't think they hear God's voice is they don't realize that some of the thoughts that they hear, they think are their own thoughts, mm-hmm. actually the thoughts of God. So part of the um, training of learning to hear God's voice is just discerning His voice, His thoughts from your thoughts. Right. And you know what? I, I hear you say that we're training and, and learning what, you know, people learning to do this. Can it be learned? Oh, absolutely. I had to learn it. I never really recognized the voice of God as the voice of God, but God trained me in the same way that he trained me to see visions, in the same way he trained me to do miracles and healing. He trained me to understand his voice, to understand the images that I see in my mind and what they mean. He trained me to sh- uh, in the many different ways that he speaks, through film, through art, through music. Yes. And it was all training. It's all training and going to the Holy Spirit High School and sitting in his <laughs> And letting him teach me how to do it. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, even in the scriptures, it says, my sheep hear my voice. But some of us just kind of that goes in one ear and out the other, I guess, uh, not realizing that, you know, that's that's talking about us. And it's talking about even even specifics if we learn and we develop this. And you're saying we can. Well, did you notice, I don't know if you noticed this, but Mike Pence, Vice President Mike Pence, recently this last week came under fire because he said that he has conversations with God. And he was, of course, referring to Jesus, you know, said, my sheep hear my voice. And people said, oh, you're hearing voices, you're hallucinating, that sounds like mental illness. Um, No, it's not. (laughs) Jesus is speaking to 
all of us. He said he promised he would speak to us, and he said we would hear his voice. And it really comes down to a question of um, learning the different ways in which he speaks, learning to discern the difference between his voice and your voice, um, and getting to know his ways. For me, it's all about getting to know his ways. Right. Um, the more the more you know his ways, the more you learn about his character and his love and his compassion for us. Um, you start to see the different ways in which he speaks um, every day. And, you know, something I loved about your book as I was reading it and just uh, just feeling like I was just gaining so much knowledge in this area, there was, there was a part that I really liked where you said, we must learn how to discern one voice from the other clearly so that two things, we can receive revelation from God and we also can reject the other messages. So learning to discern is important. Right. And that is, again, where some people get confused. I, I receive a lot of emails from people who are definitely hearing voices, and they're having a hard time discerning what is the voice of God, what is the voice of an evil spirit, you know, what is the voice of an angel talking to me. And uh, it's really interesting to me because some people seem to very clearly hear a lot of different voices. And then other people, it seems to them like they don't hear any voices other than their own thoughts. And I would say even to listeners who seem like, I really don't hear anybody's voice except my own. I only, I only hear my own thoughts. I don't hear any voices that sound different. Uh, I would encourage you to, to understand and believe that God is speaking to you through the thoughts that you hear. But it really comes down to a questioning, did that thought come from me or did it come from someone else? The first part is discerning whether it's your, your thoughts or someone else's thoughts. And then the second part is, okay, is this an evil spirit or is this the Holy Spirit? And you know, discerning uh, the, the difference between them is not that difficult, but it does take practice. Right. Right. I understand that. Well, this is Messianic Vision, and our guest today is Dave Hayes, a.k.a. The Praying Medic. Sid and I are very excited to offer you another resource in the Made Simple series. We're making available Dave's book in this exclusive three-CD teaching series, Hearing God's Voice, Made Simple. Dave actually teaches you simple steps to begin hearing God's voice, and that's not all. In today's politically charged atmosphere, sometimes we just don't know what to listen to or what to do about it. But that's not all. In today's politically charged atmosphere, sometimes we just don't know what to listen to or what to do. But Dave is including a special bonus CD regarding hearing God and how to pray when it comes to politics in our government. Well, Dave says that there are a few things that if you do them consistently, you'll have no trouble hearing God's voice. Now, that's what Dave says. You'll have no trouble hearing God's voice. And I am ready for that. How about you? We'll be right back with Dave Hayes. Dave Hayes, the praying medic, wants you to know that you are hearing from God all the time, but we just don't know it. Dave Hayes makes the case that God is constantly speaking to you, and Dave wants to reveal to you the various ways God speaks to you and how to begin hearing the voice of God clearly. God has shown me that it is a simple process of learning how to distinguish our thoughts from God's thoughts. It's not just about hearing God's voice, it's about removing religious mindsets and restrictions 
we put on ourselves and God. Call now and get Dave Hayes' powerful book, Hearing God's Voice Made Simple, and his anointed three-part audio CD teaching, Hearing God, Knowledge, Wisdom, and Revelation. Plus this bonus, Dave's audio CD, Hearing God in Today's Political World. This is an exclusive package for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $39. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9541. In his book, Hearing God's Voice Made Simple, you will Learn that angels, demons, God, and Satan are all real, and they are speaking to you every day in their own spiritual language. Discover how to clearly discern life from death, truth from error, and the kingdom of God from the kingdom of darkness. Find out how to meditate on the person of God the Father to receive peace, wisdom, healing, and so much more. Learn the many ways in which God will speak to you, including dreams, visions, aromas, emotions, skin sensations, and thought impressions which carry thoughts to your mind. On Dave Hayes' three-part audio CD teaching series, Hearing God, Knowledge, Wisdom, and Revelation, you will understand how to hear God's voice more clearly, learn how God speaks to you in your dreams, visions, through angels, and thought impressions. Learn the different purposes for God giving you revelation. Discover the differences between words of knowledge, words of wisdom, and words of prophecy. Dave Hayes prays an impartation over you to walk in the areas of words of wisdom, words of knowledge, and the prophetic. On Dave Hayes' bonus CD, Hearing God in Today's Political World. You will learn what God gave Dave Hayes in four prophetic dreams. A great time of revival will be poured out upon America once the corruption of wicked leadership shall be exposed in high places. President Trump will be used by God to eradicate bigotry and hatred from America without infringing on our freedom of speech. President Trump is going to expose corrupt politicians, corporations, and the fake news media that is being controlled by the deep state. President Trump is the key to bringing about a Korean peace treaty. The best of everything we have been praying for is about to be released by God on America. You absolutely can't make a political decision based on what you watch or read on the news channels. But when you hear God's voice for yourself concerning the truth behind the news, then you can help change your nation. Don't miss out on getting Dave Hayes' powerful book, Hearing God's Voice Made Simple, and his anointed three-part audio CD teaching, Hearing God, Knowledge, Wisdom, and Revelation. Plus this bonus, Dave's audio CD, Hearing God in Today's Political World. This is an exclusive package for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $39. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9541. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9541 or log on to sidroth.org. Call or write today. Welcome back to Messianic Vision. I am here with my guest today, Dave Hayes. And you know what? During the break, Dave and I were talking about um, uh, the basics of what he is teaching. Honestly, when I when I read his material, I feel like it's so practical, but yet so profound and powerful. And it starts for a, a lot of people like me who need the basics. Uh, Dave, why are the basics so important? Well, you don't understand usually how important the basics are until you've tried something and you've failed. And then you go to the man of God and you ask him a question. <laughs> so I receive a lot of questions from people who have prayed for healing, they've prayed for miracles, and they haven't seen their healing. I, yes. Typical. 
uh, a guy will email me and say, hey, you know, I've seen miracles. I've seen people healed. I'm praying for my wife, and she's not healed. What am I missing? What am I not doing right? Mm-hmm. So usually I start. I always start out at, okay, well, what did the Holy Spirit show you or tell you while you were praying? And about half the time the person says, well, I don't really think I hear God's voice very well. And that illustrates part of the problem is you know, some people are really keen to operate in healing and miracles, but they're not that excited about hearing God's voice or learning to get words of knowledge or learning to see visions. But if you want to operate in the supernatural, you have to have a really good foundational understanding of the basics. And the basics are learning to hear God's voice, uh, understanding the ways in which he communicates to us through visions, through um, words of knowledge, you know, the voice that we hear in our head that's all the Spirit, through impressions, and, th- and through things like um, on, on your skin. Some people will feel heat or cool. They feel different sensations on their skin. God speaks through many different ways. And um, if, you're, if you're struggling to get somebody healed, what you need to do is go back to the basics and say, okay, well, what is God showing me? Because God wants that person healed but he has to show you the key that is going to release their healing. Is it emotional healing? Is it a release of power? Is it uh, some demonic, you know, uh, hindrance? Is it uh, a a generational curse or something of that nature? God will show you all of those things, but you have to learn how to hear his voice. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like a good place to start in any situation is to ask. What what God is saying, what the Holy Spirit is saying about this situation, and then for us to take it on our part to learn how to receive this revelation, how to hear this voice so that we move forward correctly. In that dream, that first dream that the Lord gave me about praying for my patients, mm-hmm. he said, I'm going to show you what's wrong with them. Wow. When you pray for them, I'll heal them. Now... You know, you could get really excited and go, oh, I'm going to pray for people and God's going to heal them. Well, you have to get that first part. He said, I'm going to show you what is wrong with them. How does God show you what is wrong with people? He shows you things that are wrong with them through visions. When I pray for people many times, in my mind, the Lord shows me broken bones. He shows me um, problems with DNA, or he shows me um, scenes of their childhood that involve emotional trauma. When he said, I'm going to show you what is wrong with them, he was telling me the key is knowing what is wrong with them and knowing which tools to use to get them healed. Right, right. Well, let's start with a couple of those basics. I know everybody's saying, okay, we're talking about basics. What are they? What are they? Of course, asking, of course, um, as, as a first order of business. But you, you say there's a couple of things that if we will do these consistently, we will have no trouble hearing God's voice. Now, that sounds pretty exciting to me. Well, it may or may not be exciting. Uh-oh. The reason why people don't do these things, because some of them can be boring. Oh, no. When... When the, Lord is, when the Lord is developing your ability to hear his voice, to see visions, to receive impressions, that is, it's literally like going and sitting in Spanish class. And you have to learn a different language. The Lord has to show you images, and you have to ask questions. Okay, I see that image in my mind. What does that mean? And then the Lord is going to communicate with you. So part of it is, learning to communicate with an invisible God. 
and going through the repetition and looking at the images and looking at all the different things he shows you and assigning meaning to them because the Lord will speak to you through visions, through images that have a meaning. And you have to see, okay, I see the image. That's great. But what does it mean? Because a lot of people get excited. They say, oh, I saw a vision. I, I, I saw a vision. And then you ask them, what does it mean? And they're like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Vision. <laughs> I don't know. Well, seeing, seeing a vision is great, but the Lord shows you something because he wants you to understand it. He wants you to give you knowledge. Of yes. What yes. So there is uh, being still, sitting quietly or laying quietly and spending time with the Lord and having conversations in your mind about visions, about um, learning to discern his thoughts from your thoughts, um, meditation, you know, sometimes uh, if you have some free time, 10 minutes a day, yes. go for a walk and get away from the TV and your your phone and all the audio devices and get still and get quiet and focus on God and get in that habit of developing the relationship because ministry flows from relationship and the commodity of relationships is time you don't spend time with God, you're not going to build a relationship. Well, you mentioned two very, very practical, very simple things when you were talking just then. Be still. Now, that sounds really simple, but this is such a fast-paced world that we live in. And I mean, just images and people talking and radios and TVs and all of this. But no, we don't want you to turn your radio off or whatever you're listening to this <laughs> this uh, program on. So make sure you leave us on. But you know what I mean? It, it seems like our, our society, our world that we live in, our atmosphere is just charged with, with activity all the time. So that seems very simple. But yet it takes some it it may take some work for some people to be still for a little while, huh? It does take work for some people to be still. Um, you know, if you're a person who is always on the go and you're always listening to messages and reading or learning, it can be difficult to be still. But you know, some people some people find time on their commute to work. Um, they will just you know they you have to drive for a half hour or however long. Um, sometimes it's just a good idea just to shut off the radio or your iPod or whatever. Sure. And maybe spend some time, some quiet time during your commute to work, just listening for the voice of the Holy Spirit and learning to develop that communication uh, with the Lord. It is, you know, for me, a lot of my uh, quiet time is when I go to bed at night. Uh, when I get horizontal after a long day, um, I try to get quiet and uh, spend some time. The other time, the, the other time when, and I have a lot of friends who do this, they hear from the Lord more accurately in the shower than any other time. Any really? When, yes, I have a lot of <laughs> who hear God speak to them. As soon as they get in that shower, boom, they are hearing the Holy Spirit and <laughs> getting downloads from God in the shower. And I don't know why it is other than maybe, you don't typically have on a TV or a radio right. or right. a YouTube channel when you're in the shower. Usually it's quiet. You get the white noise of the water in the shower. And that that sometimes becomes a conduit where the Lord is like, oh, ha, I got you alone now. I can finally, 
you know, we can have a conversation. Sure. Well, I have a theory there. You know how when you're by the ocean, you're you're sitting by the ocean and you constantly hear the, the coming in and the going out of the waves and that water and that, I mean, it's so soothing or a, or a brook or by a lake or anything. It does seem to be a natural place to relax and just, um, you know, make yourself still. So to me, that that almost makes sense. Yeah, um, that's what I do. When I, and this may sound crazy, but before I'm going to do a teaching, uh, I try to do it right after I've come out of the shower. Because I know if I need to get some revelation for this message that I'm going to put out a new class or whatever, um, it's just become my experience that I know that the Holy Spirit will speak to me in the shower. and He'll clarify things and he will give me like a list of bullet points and he'll give me understanding and connect things that I've been thinking about over the last few days. Mm-hmm. He faithfully, if I go in the shower, he'll start talking to me, and he'll become the director and the producer, and he'll start putting everything together. Right. So it sounds strange, and many times before I do a class, I go in the shower, and I get my game plan from the Lord, and then I come out, and then I do the class. Well, you know what? I, I have to say to all of you listening out there, now this is information you just don't get anywhere. This is this is information that you can only get here from praying medic. <laughs> but that's that's a great little tip there. Another thing that you that you're talking about in there that I really wanted to zero in on is, you know, you get still and you know, whether it's in the shower or on your sofa or walking in the yard or whatever, but the meditating part that you were talking about, um, it's not just that you get still, but you put that stillness to work meditating and thinking about thinking about God, the Holy Spirit. You said in your book, meditating on the goodness of God is an excellent way to grow in your ability to hear Him. Wow, I found that powerful. Well, it's true because um, it, for me anyway, um, when I first started teaching about the kingdom years ago, the Lord gave me a very simple message that he wanted me to give to my first audience, which was actually in Australia. And um, the night before I was going to start teaching on healing and deliverance, the Lord just gave me a dream where I was talking to these people in Australia about the goodness of God. And I thought, wow, that's cool. I can do that. Uh, That's an easy assignment for me. Because I had experienced so much of God's goodness, it's easy for me to teach on that. It's easy for me to meditate on it and think about it. So when I think about the goodness of God, what it does is he brings to mind the ways in the past that he has been good to me. Yes. He recalls, he brings to my memory the miracles, the financial miracles, the people I've seen healed, people set free of demons, emotional healing, and that is how I know he's speaking to me. I, I think about his goodness, and then all these testimonies come rushing back to me. And he's like, hey, what about this and what about that? And whatever your experiences are with God, if you go back to that experience and you meditate on that experience with God, it almost becomes like a doorway where you can enter into a new experience with God. You can enter into a new season of revelation. You can enter into a new conversation with God when you bring that experience to mind. Yes. God will talk to you through that experience. Yes, 
Yes. You know, something else that I really found interesting, um, you you have said uh, when you were teaching that one important fact that affects how well we're, we are able to hear God's voice is our desire or the degree to which we really want to hear it. I mean, you would think everybody would go, oh, yeah, I want to hear God's voice. But do you really want to hear it? You know, how badly do you want to hear it? And that that affects how we learn and, and how well we are able to learn. Is that correct? Well, that is true. But what I was really getting at when I said that is um, a lot of people say that they want to hear God's voice. But the fact is, once God begins speaking to them about their life, about their calling, about their relationships, about their use of time, um, they don't like the answers that God gives them. <laughs> they, and that's and that becomes a problem. If uh, if you are really kind of set in your ways and happy with your life the way it is, and if you're convinced that you're on top of the world and you don't need to change anything, yes, God God really doesn't have much to say to you. And I have I have found that the people who hear God the most accurately are the people who are probably the least content with the way things are. They're not content. They want things to change for the better. They want a better life. They want to be more effective in healing. They want to change the world. And those people are the ones who tend to hear most from God because they're always going to God for answers. How can I change this? How can I affect this? I don't like the way this is. What can I do to change it? And if you're that kind of person, God will talk to you all day long. <laughs> and, so, and so when I say, how much do you want to hear God? The question really is, how much change are you willing to allow God to make in your life? Because if you allow him to, he'll make some pretty big changes. Yes, yes. And what about the, the, the folks that have that conversation within them when they're hearing and they're saying, oh, was that God or was that me? Is that God or is it me? Do you, do you find that people sometimes won't say anything because they might be afraid, well, well what if I'm wrong? What if, it, what if it wasn't God? What if it was just me? Yep, that's a big stumbling block. Um, I, I've received that question a lot from readers and people who follow me on social media. And the Lord gave me an illustration about that some years ago that I think helps understand how that process works. And if you'd like, I can explain it. Oh, sure. Imagine, if, and this is the scenario that I use, imagine there are two ships at sea. And ships, when they're at sea, they use um, various forms of communication. Um, sometimes they use radio. Sometimes they use flashes of light. So the two ships are at sea, and they recognize each other. And one ship signals to the other ship a message. Now, the second ship receives that message and decodes it, and they understand what the message is. Then the second ship responds back. They send a message to the first ship and it's coded, and the, second, the first ship receives it, they decode the, the signals, and then they receive the message. Okay. That, if you understand that basic concept, sure. kind of how God communicates to us. God communicates to us in a language that needs some degree of interpretation and some degree of application. Mm -hmm. to, you know, what does God say? Right. right. So here's the question. How does one ship at sea 
know if it is receiving its own signal or a signal from another ship. Because if you are a ship at sea and you're sending out a signal, you can change that signal and make that signal say anything you want. But if you're receiving a signal from another ship, you can't change that signal. Right. It comes to you and you can't, you know, make it change. You're, you don't have the power or the ability to make that signal change. You can't change the message. You can change your own message, but you can't change the message that you're receiving from, from another ship. Okay. If you understand that, yes. then you understand that when somebody is talking to you, like you and I are talking on the phone, I cannot force you to say something different than what you want to say. All I can do is listen to what you're saying and interpret it. And you can't, you can't change my message, and I can't change yours. All right. So if the Lord is sending you a message in a vision or through thoughts, you can't change them. You I get it. Change your own, but you can't change the message the Lord is sending you. And what I have people do is, this is just you know an experiment. When you are receiving, whether it's a thought impression or a vision or whatever, it's from the Lord. Try to change the message. You will find out that if it if the message continues to come and the vision that continues to evolve, and you can't use your will to change that image or to change that thought pattern. It wasn't you. It was God. Okay. If, on the other hand, if you see an image or a vision in your mind and you try to exert your will and you say, I'm going to change that vision, and you can change it, it wasn't the Lord. It was you. Wow. That makes it simple. That is how you know if you're seeing a vision, if you can exert your will and you can change that vision, change that image in your mind, it's coming from your imagination. If you can't change it, it's coming from the Lord or a demon or an angel or some other being outside of you. So with that, in that scenario, if we ask ourselves those questions, is this something I've tried to change this and I'm still getting the same message, then if we can confirm that it's God, then we don't have to have fear in speaking it out. Correct. And if you can... and and. So the first part is discerning whether it's you or someone external to you. Mm -hmm. Then the second part is, is this the Lord? Is it a demon? And once you get into that part of it, it's not that difficult. I've received dreams and visions from demons. And it, once you get a little bit of practice, you can tell those are demonic things pretty easily. You know, I, I want to jump in right here and just say, with all the things that Davis is teaching us today, I have read this book and I listened to his teachings and it truly is simple. It truly is made simple the way he teaches it. And so I'm very thankful for that. Well, we're going to take a break. We've got a lot more with Dave Hayes in just a moment, but let me encourage you to order Hearing God's Voice Made Simple today. You'll get Dave's book, three messages on CD that he's prepared exclusively for you, and also that special bonus CD regarding hearing God and how to pray when it comes to politics in our government. So when we come back, Dave is going to pinpoint some of the ways that God speaks to us and also talk to us about hearing God and how we should be praying in this very political environment. Stay with us. Dave Hayes, the praying medic, wants you to know that you are hearing from God all the time, but we just don't know it. Dave Hayes makes the case that God is constantly speaking to you, and Dave wants to reveal to you the various ways God speaks to you and how to begin hearing the voice of God clearly. God has shown me that it is a simple process 
of learning how to distinguish our thoughts from God's thoughts. It's not just about hearing God's voice, it's about removing religious mindsets and restrictions we put on ourselves and God. Call now and get Dave Hayes' powerful book, Hearing God's Voice Made Simple, and his anointed three-part audio CD teaching, Hearing God, Knowledge, Wisdom, and Revelation. Plus this bonus, Dave's audio CD, Hearing God in Today's Political World. This is an exclusive package for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $39. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9541. In his book, Hearing God's Voice Made Simple, you will... Learn that angels, demons, God, and Satan are all real, and they are speaking to you every day in their own spiritual language. Discover how to clearly discern life from death, truth from error, and the kingdom of God from the kingdom of darkness. Find out how to meditate on the person of God the Father to receive peace, wisdom, healing, and so much more. Learn the many ways in which God will speak to you, including dreams, visions, aromas, emotions, skin sensations, and thought impressions which carry thoughts to your mind. On Dave Hayes' three-part audio CD teaching series, Hearing God, Knowledge, Wisdom, and Revelation, you will understand how to hear God's voice more clearly, learn how God speaks to you in your dreams, visions, through angels, and thought impressions. Learn the different purposes for God giving you revelation. Discover the differences between words of knowledge, words of wisdom, and words of prophecy. Dave Hayes prays an impartation over you to walk in the areas of words of wisdom, words of knowledge, and the prophetic. On Dave Hayes' bonus CD, Hearing God in Today's Political World. You will learn what God gave Dave Hayes in four prophetic dreams. A great time of revival will be poured out upon America once the corruption of wicked leadership shall be exposed in high places. President Trump will be used by God to eradicate bigotry and hatred from America without infringing on our freedom of speech. President Trump is going to expose corrupt politicians, corporations, and the fake news media that is being controlled by the deep state. President Trump is the key to bringing about a Korean peace treaty. The best of everything we have been praying for is about to be released by God on America. You absolutely can't make a political decision based on what you watch or read on the news channels. But when you hear God's voice for yourself concerning the truth behind the news, then you can help change your nation. Don't miss out on getting Dave Hayes' powerful book, Hearing God's Voice Made Simple, and his anointed three-part audio CD teaching, Hearing God, Knowledge, Wisdom, and Revelation. Plus this bonus, Dave's audio CD, Hearing God in Today's Political World. This is an exclusive package for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $39. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9541. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9541 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Welcome back to Messianic Vision. I am here with Dave Hayes, a.k.a. The Praying Medic. Dave, thank you for being with us today. Thank you, Donna, for having me. Uh, I always love... Uh, talking about the supernatural, you know that. So yes. Thanks for having me on the show. Absolutely. Uh, when we went to break, I said, you're going to pinpoint for us just a few of the ways that God speaks to us or ways that we can hear him. How, how's he speaking to us? He speaks to us in ways some people have probably never thought of. Um, just a few of the ways that I cover in my book and my messages. Um, he speaks to us through visions, through dreams, through nature, circumstances, art, film, music, emotions, sensations on our skin, uh, angelic visitations, 
and there's even more than that. Now, visions is something that that visions are a regular part of your life and the supernatural that you've experienced. Tell us about how did that start when when you were starting to see visions and you were actually wanting to 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 seek the Lord and see things. How did you start? Well, it all started with um, getting still. Um, okay, back to being still. I, I exactly I did this, but. It happened to be um, winter, and I was working on the ambulance, and winter was a slow season where I was working. And I, on a 12-hour shift, I would have eight or nine hours where I have nothing to do. I was just waiting for calls to come out. So, um, you know, a lot of people do different things in their free time, and I just decided, okay, well, I'm going to get in the back of the ambulance and lay down and close my eyes, and I'm going to ask God to start showing me visions. So he did. Um, I laid down in the ambulance, and I played a little bit of worship music once in a while. And over the course of, I don't know, many weeks, between calls, I would lay down in the ambulance, and I would just ask the Lord, show me show me a, a vision. And so at, with my eyes closed, I can, just, I can see things better that way. Um, it's possible to see visions with your eyes open, but if you close your eyes— you blot out the natural world, and then the spiritual world is easier to discern. So I did that, and the Lord began showing me just images of people that I recognized, uh, actors and musicians. And the images at, at first were kind of two-dimensional and flat, and they weren't super, um, like not like high def. They were a little bit blurry. Right. But that's because I was beginning to learn how to sense spiritual revelation. And it, it, it comes through your soul into your imagination in your mind and that little TV screen in your mind. So I just, you know, the Lord started showing me these images. And what I didn't know was that he wanted me to guess what each one meant or what it was or what the significance of it was. <laughs> so I'd see it, I would see an image and then it would stay there. And I was waiting for him to show me another one and it, it wouldn't go away. And then I would, would think to him, I'd think, okay, well, that's Kurt Vonnegut. And then the image would disappear, and then I'd see another image. And then he'd show me, and I'd be, okay, well, that's David Cassidy. And then the image would disappear, and he'd show me another one. And so I, it didn't take you long to, to kind of figure out this pattern. Right. He started out very easy because he knows I'm not very smart. <laughs> he just gave me, some, he gave me some easy images. You know, he showed me a picture of a barn that I used to go to when I was a kid, and I said, oh, that's the barn I used to go to when I was a kid. That one disappeared, and he showed me another one. So he was, he was training me to learn how to see images and assign meaning to them. Yes. And as I went along, if I missed the meaning of something, it would stay there and mm -hmm. I guessed correctly, and then it would go away. So this process went on day after day, week after week, month after month, and the Lord was developing my ability to see visions. And he was developing my spiritual language so that when he showed me visions, I would know what they meant. Yes. And that became key because when I'm uh, doing ministry, if I'm doing you know, prayer ministry for someone, the Lord will many times show me a vision, uh, images, and then I have to understand, okay, what does that mean? What are you talking about here? What, what am I seeing? Is it a scene from their childhood? Is it a scene from something else? And it... Uh, or if I'm giving somebody a prophetic word, when I'm when I'm 
somebody asks for a prophetic word, the Lord almost always starts out with two or three images. I will start talking based on what I perceive those images mean, and then the Lord will kind of take over, and he will give me more revelation as I get going. But understanding the meaning of those images at first is how I generally start out when I'm giving a prophetic word. Yes. So uh, that's that's how the Lord trained me, and um, He can do that with with He can do that with anybody. It just takes some time, sitting down, getting quiet, getting alone. Right. And yes, it uh, it does take time. And you know, if, if you're willing to put in the time and develop that relationship with God, you will be astounded at what you'll see. After I had been doing this for a few weeks, the images changed, and they went from being two-dimensional images to more like three-dimensional images. Then they became almost like a moving video. Sometimes I would see translucent scenes interlapping or inter, um, overlapping each other, and they became very complex images after a while. Whatever the Lord needs you to see, he'll show you, but it does take some training for your mind to perceive spiritual revelation. Yes, yes. As you receive this revelation and as you um, give this revelation out and you, you you talk to other people about what you're hearing, do you find that the fruit that it produces is a good way to to measure that? The fruit is the best way to yes. measure a revelation. The, really the way that I know that something was from God is I look at the fruit that it uh, bears. Uh, the fruit of the Spirit witnesses bears testimony to the voice of the spirit so um if i you know if i'm see if i see a vision and i'm praying for someone and that person is um healed through it or if they're set free of some lies or, or the deception of the enemy if that person uh you know receive jesus as their savior or if there's some tangible evidence that God is working in their life through that revelation. That is the best way that I know yes. that was God speaking. Yes, yes. And you know what? I, I love that you talk about three gifts. Um, these are these are gifts that you operate in, of course. But you talk about three gifts uh, in the CD series that you have prepared for everybody. Words of knowledge, words of wisdom, and discerning of spirits. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, most people know a lot about words of knowledge. And a word of knowledge is really, it's simply information. The Lord gives you information that you would not normally know, you wouldn't have access to. So if you meet a stranger at a coffee shop, and maybe the Lord gives you a, an image in your mind of that person rubbing their lower back, yes, you might perceive that as the Lord telling you they have lower back pain. Okay. Or you might, you might hear... Um, the, the voice of the Lord through your thoughts, a thought impression that says, you know, sciatic nerve pain. So that's a word of knowledge. And if the Lord gives you a word of knowledge, you can then, you have, you have inside information. You go to that person, mm -hmm. how long have you had that back pain? And if they look at you and say, well, gosh, I've had it for two or three years, and how did you know I had back pain? I've never met you before. You can then say, well, the Lord told me that you have back pain because he wants to heal you. So then you can pray for them. And tell them a little bit about Jesus. Sure. Which is usually a good thing. Sure. So that's, a, that's you know, that's kind of typical of a word of knowledge. But I find a word of wisdom to be even more helpful. 
because a word of knowledge is information, right? Because knowledge is information. Right. A word of wisdom tells you what to do with the knowledge that you have, because wisdom is applied knowledge. So a lot of people get words of knowledge, and they, they know that a person has hearing loss, or they know that a person has emotional trauma, or they know that a person has you know, mental illness. So they get a word of knowledge, but they don't know what to do about it. They don't know how to get that person healed. So when the Lord gives you a word of wisdom, he's telling you, he's giving you the key how to get that person healed, what to do with that situation. And I find a word of wisdom much more practical than a word of knowledge. So if the Lord is, I'm praying for somebody, and the Lord says, uh, that person has uh, emotional trauma, and you're not going to get their uh, back pain healed until you get their emotional trauma healed. Yes. Okay, that's a word of knowledge. And then I will say, okay, that's good to know. How do I get their emotional trauma? Right. Then, then comes the word of wisdom where he'll say, okay, here's what I want you to do. I want, I'm going to appear to them in their mind, and I'm going to talk to them about the time that they were molested when they were three years old. And here's what I want you to do, and here's what I want you to say. That is the Lord giving me wisdom about how to proceed and get that person healed of their situation. Right. So I think it's as important, or maybe more, to learn how to operate in the word of wisdom as it is to operate in the word of knowledge because they go hand in hand if you want to get somebody set free. Right. And and these are some things that you are going to teach us on this three CD uh, series that you are preparing. And I just want to remind everybody, you won't find these three CDs anywhere else. They are exclusively prepared by Dave for you that are listening today. So, um, and, and discerning of spirits, tell us a little bit about that and then we'll move on to something else. Okay, well, discerning of spirits goes hand in hand with all of that. Now, if you are in the dynamic where you're praying for someone to be healed, and let's say that the Lord shows you that person needs emotional healing, and they were molested when they were three years old. So the Lord says, I'm going to appear to them, and I'm going to heal their soul, the wounds in their soul, and I'm going to do some work there. And then you see a dark spirit that is um, attached to their spine. All right, now you have even more information. So the Lord shows you an evil, a dark spirit. It's attached to their spine. They have back pain. And the Lord then tells you, okay, after we get the emotional trauma healed, I want you to command this spirit, and this is a spirit's name. I want you to command that spirit to leave. So you do the emotional healing, uh, the, the wounded parts of their soul are healed, and this spirit called rejection, you command that spirit to leave, it goes, and then the person is healed. So the discerning of spirits is involved in things of that nature. The Lord allows you or helps you discern types of spirits, names of spirits, right. the assignments that spirits have. And that is a key to physical healing, emotional healing, and deliverance. Yes, Yes. Well, you know, I know you, you, you pinpointed some very specifics right there, but I just, uh, I want to say that in this series that you're teaching, um, 
once you learn this and you, you have this knowledge, then you can apply it to many, many, many different situations, uh, things that we may even face every day. One of the coolest words of wisdom the Lord ever gave me was when I was changing the timing belt on my Subaru, and I couldn't figure out what was wrong. I had the timing gear off, and the Lord showed me in a vision. I had the match. I mismatched the marks on the timing gear. And when I took it off and put it the way he showed me in a vision, the car ran fine. So <laughs> these are, can be used in a lot of different ways. Yes, yes. Well, this is a good place to sort of, as you were talking about your car, we can switch gears here. Uh, pardon the pun. Uh, but I did want to talk to you a little bit about the political environment that we find ourselves in these days. And uh, God has actually been using you um, you know, giving you visions and dreams and downloads and things to help other people learn how to, to navigate, how to listen for God's voice in all of this and how to, how to pray into it. Um, talk to us a little bit about that. Maybe some of the things that the, the types of things that you're hearing, that you're seeing, and then, um, and then what can we do? Yeah, well, it is a very interesting um, situation. I did not know what the Lord was up to. When he began giving me these political dreams about a year and a half ago, I had been used to having dreams where the Lord was showing me keys about getting people healed, physically healed. Uh, then for a season, I was receiving a lot of dreams about emotional healing and deliverance. But then, like I said, about a year and a half ago, most of my dreams became political dreams. And I'm not a very political person. My wife is, but I've never been all that interested in politics. But I did give the Lord permission. I said, look, if you have anything you want to say to me during this next election cycle, I'm open. Just start speaking. And boy, has he been talking. <laughs> so uh, I receive a lot of revelation that has to do with the intelligence community, the CIA, the NSA, the Department of Justice, the FBI. Um, some of it has to do with Congress and the hearings and investigations that are going on. And the Lord is very, from my perspective, the Lord is very, very interested in having the church understand what he is doing inside of our government to remove corruption, to remove the darkness that has crept into those agencies over the last 50 years. And I know people who are in their 80s and 90s who have been praying for darkness to be exposed and for corruption to be removed from government and removed from the church and removed from education and Hollywood and entertainment and all the different areas of society. Well, I believe what we're seeing right now in our own days is the answer to those prayers that the saints have been praying for for decades, that we are seeing the Lord go in and remove the influence of deception, lies, corruption, um, and all kinds of wickedness in our government. And he's getting a lot of people uh, instruction and information on that through yes. these envisions. And, yes. and I, I just got a, uh, oh gosh, I just got an email from a friend this morning who had a dream about President Trump and exposing corruption in the CIA. And he says, I never have political dreams. I've never had a dream about the president. Last night I had a dream where the president was going to expose all of this corruption in the CIA. So those are the 
kinds of things that the Lord has been speaking to me about recently and some of my friends. And what I became aware of was um, as I'm doing these broadcasts on Facebook video and Periscope video and my YouTube channels, I have a bunch of intercessors who are using my information as a kind of confirmation for their own intercession. Now, these are groups all over the country, and they've been praying and doing intercession and doing, you know, heavenly warfare. And what they're telling me is when we do our intercession, when we do our prayer and we do our spiritual warfare in the spiritual realm, we then go to your broadcast and we listen to what you're saying about what's happening in the FBI, what's happening in Congress, what's happening in the White House. And every single time it confirms what we've already been doing for intercession and prayer. So it's, uh, it's kind of interesting because I have a bunch of friends who are seeing what's going on in the spiritual world, they're seeing principalities, they're seeing uh, the powers of darkness, and they're doing warfare against it. And then they tune into me to find out what's happening in the <laughs> Yes. You know, some of the dreams that, um, that, that people talk about uh, concerning politics and our government seem to always be so harsh. But I, I read some of the dreams that you have had about uh, the presidency, uh, the current president that we have, Trump, and, and things that are so positive, like a dream uh, about him eradicating bigotry and hatred during his presidency. Uh, also, um, God intends to bless us financially during Trump's presidency. And a, a lot of other things like that, it's, it's good, positive things that God is showing you about this uh, administration. So I find that wonderful. Last thing before we leave, Dave, um, tell us what you, oh, let me say this. I heard you say while you were speaking just then that um, God wants the church to know what's going on and what we can do. And so many people say the church should stay out of it. But you're just saying the opposite, which I love. We, of all people, believers, should be involved to the point that we hear what's going on, we, we listen for God's voice in it, and then we pray into it. Tell us what to do. Well, look, um, I have captured the imagination and captured the hearts of a number of people. When I told them about a dream that I had, where this mysterious figure who is on, he's posting on uh, 8chan, which is an internet bulletin board called, um, his, his, he goes by the name of Q. And he claims to be a person who is close to the president, is a high-level security clearance. And he is revealing information about corruption in government around, and around the world uh, he he's revealed information about the Saudi princes and uh, the house, uh, let's see, um, George Soros and the Rothschilds and the banking systems and a lot of different things. And in this dream where I met this Q fellow, he asked me a series of questions. He straightened out my thinking. And then he said, do you understand that this is primarily about the children? And when he said that, I knew exactly what he was talking about. We have lost a generation of children to child sex trafficking, their mothers to human trafficking. And these people that are being exposed, they are the ones that have raped and murdered 
and tortured a generation of children, probably two or three generations Mm -hmm. of children. That is what God is bringing to an end. And if anyone in the church says that is not worth being informed about and and involved in and praying for, I don't know what church you're going to. Those are the things that are foremost on God's heart right now. And through all of this exposure of corruption in the government, those kids are going to be set free. Oh, amen. My prayer, my hope, and my desire is that people would get involved because we have a chance to pray and bring to pass God's desire to set free children who are being trafficked around the world. Yes. Will you, will you pray for our listeners before we leave? I know you have said so many wonderful things, and, and um, there's there's a lot of teaching here, but I really want uh, to just pray that, that God will use what you have said today and the Holy Spirit will just minister to those listening. Um, will you pray before we leave, Dave? I will. Lord, I ask you to open the spiritual eyes of your servants, of the bride, I ask you to open their minds, open their hearts to the truth of the issues that you want them to understand and pray into. Lord, I ask you to train them and equip them and take the message that they're going to hear and give them the ability to apply it practically. Yes. Give them the courage to share it with their friends and neighbors. Give them the boldness to go before your throne of grace and ask for mercy and declare your heart to the world that the freedom would come to the captives who have been sitting in darkness for so long. Lord, I pray that all the listeners would have their spiritual ears and eyes opened, that they would hear like they've never heard before, that they would see visions, hear your voice, understand what you want to say to them, and that they would take action on the things you reveal to them. I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm Donna Chavis. Thanks for joining us, everyone um, that's listening out there today for Messianic Vision. I'm sure you have certainly enjoyed our guest, Dave Hayes. And now here's Sid to tell you how you can get Hearing God's Voice Made Simple by Praying Medic. Have you ever asked yourself, is God really speaking? Can I learn to hear Him? Dave Hayes, the Praying Medic, says, The answer is yes, in case you didn't hear him. He says yes and yes. (laughs) Be sure to get Praying Medic's book, Hearing God's Voice Made Simple, and his exclusive three CD teaching series. CD titles include Words of Knowledge, Words of Wisdom, and Prophetic Revelation. You'll also get a special bonus CD on hearing God in today's political world, and I'm going to promise you something. You will be shocked at the prophetic words he has about politics, and since his track record is amazingly accurate, you're you're going to know what's going to happen before you read it in the newspaper, all for an investment of only 39 U.S. dollars. To order, call 1-800-447-2697. That's 1-800-447-2697. Or go to our website at sidroth.org. That's S-I-D-R-O-T-H dot O-R-G.